The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serda. Chiefs continued mandatory minicamp on Thursday. We heard from head coach Andy Reid and quarterback Patrick Mahomes. We'll start things off with Andy Reid. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with the Chiefs quarterback. Here's head coach Andy Reid. Up with our OTAs, which is a good thing. Guys uh, came out relatively healthy and ready to go. There are a couple guys that I'm not sure you guys know about that I'll put out there, but Blake Bell had an epidectomy and... Um, that's why he wasn't at practice. And then uh, Mike Edwards had a hamstring. Uh, McDuffie had this stress on his fibula. He'll, he should be okay, though. I mean, all these guys should be okay once we get down the road. Uh, Pacheco had shoulder surgery. You know that. Trey Smith had a tricep that he hurt, um, strained it just a little bit during the latter part of camp. Um, the Jerry Sneeze's knee, we, we've kind of backed off of him to – Make sure that, that we kept the swelling down there, and then uh, Ward had the knee surgery. So that those are kind of the primary guys um, that that didn't work um, or worked just partially this this camp here. But it was good to get to get the guys out there working. Um, they they pushed themselves. They challenged each other within the rules that were given here. So um, and it's a good it's a good foundation to um, uh, to take up to training camp you know they've got to maintain it here now for the next four weeks but um they'll do that they'll take a little time off and then get back cranking and come back ready for camp but we've got we've got a plays in we wanted to um the scheme evals that we did from last year were all covered and, and uh we're ready to go we just gotta get get through the next month here so with that time's yours. Andy, uh, the injured guys you just mentioned, are you expecting any of those guys to be ready to go when you uh, Yeah, most of them will be ready to go. I mean, there's, there are a couple of them we we'll just have to see on. So I'll get you that though, day one when we get back. Coach, what's some of your biggest takeaways that you saw from some of the rookies and first-year players that you had a chance to see? Yeah, I thought, they, um, I thought they handled the load of, you know, the plays uh, without picking out specific guys. But I, in general, that's what you look at. If they make a mistake, are they going to make the mistake twice? And I felt like they, they worked their way through it and did a pretty good job with the retention part and accuracy within the play. So. Andy, how much more comfortable <clears throat> excuse me, do you think Sky is overall? His whole demeanor seems seems different. It just 
even in here speaking to him? Yeah, this guy was uh, targeted quite a bit this uh, this preseason. He was one of the higher targets this preseason. Had most catches are close to the most catches. So um, he, uh, I think he's taken a good jump. Most of all, you know, the quarterback trusts him. So is willing to throw the ball. That's why I mentioned the the number there. So um, it, the quarterback's not going to throw it to you if he doesn't trust you. And you feel like he's just in his familiarity with everything? I mean, does that really Sure, way, way different. But, but, but listen, still a ton of room to climb and uh, grow. Uh, he's so willing, though. And, and you got a chance to see a, a real, uh, one of the good parts of his personality is when everything was going wrong last year with the punt returns, he didn't let that bother him. You know, he came back and he'd have a big catch in the same game. And, uh, you know, and that was all new territory for him with these punt returns. But, um you know, the resiliency uh, and able to kind of focus back in. That, that's a good quality to have. Andy, understand you guys haven't been playing real football after, but yeah. have you seen anything from Clyde during OTAs that would lead you to believe things are going to be different? Yeah, I thought Clyde came back in, in good shape. I, it was great for him to get all the reps that he did. Um, he did a nice job um, with it. Uh, obviously, he's talented. So, it, really, for all those running backs, it's just a matter of getting getting out there that when things are flying, especially around their legs, and that they get, they've got to make sure that they, you know, they're, they're, they keep that. But he's proven that he he's good with all that too. So. And you with the defense, I know you guys have been doing mostly seven on seven passing. So I've seen that secondary just from the offensive standpoint of how they were groups since last season. Yeah, they they know what they're doing now, which is a a big plus. Uh, this time last year, everything was new to them, and uh, there were quite a few busts. You don't see those right now. They're Pretty sound with what they're doing there. I like the improvement that they made. Coach, uh, we discussed the mandatory cam. You didn't mention Chris Jones. Um, what's yeah? So uh, Chris wasn't here, and um, kind of like last year, same type of deal. So um, that's his choice. Or, uh, you know, so he chose not to be here. But he'll be. I'm sure he'll be at training camp. Sorry, could you talk about the ring ceremony and just having it here during this time when everybody can be here? Yeah, yeah. So, and we invite the people back that were with other teams um, now. So it'd be a little bit like what went on at the White House, but um, they're coming back to Kansas City. I think it's a great deal. I think the the Hunts have put together um, a real nice night for the guys, and um, I think when it's all said and done, you'll you'll be able to. Hear that response from them. It's a nice plan there. I just wanted to make sure I understood you correctly on Chris. You said he was sure he had training. Well, yeah, I mean, I, sure I'm not sure about anything. I'm not sure I'm going to be there, but I mean, I'm, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I got to get through. I, mean, I wish I could predict that, but um, I think he's, you know, there's a chance, chance, chance he's not. We'll see. So, I mean, I know it's Brett's deal, really, but. You have your feelings are pretty good right now on that front as far as camp goes? Yeah, I don't even deal with it. I mean, I, I, I let Brett and his group deal with it. If you're there, you're there. And if you're not, we keep going. You know, it's one of those deals. So they, they've got to, they'll work all that out. What's They're communicating, your, so that's important. What's your communication with Chris been about all um, Make sure you're in shape. Andy, could you share any of your thoughts and emotions directly? After the Super Bowl victory and as the night went on, like what do you like? That's a tense thing you just went through, and then the game's over. 
Like, where are you? What, yeah. you know, you think about how much fun you had, you think about how relieved you are. What, what goes through your head? Yeah, well, you have, you have the big party afterwards that goes on like all night. Um, <laughs> and then Ted gets me up at, I mean, really, I don't even go to sleep. I mean, but Ted's, Ted's knocking early in the morning for a press conference, so. Um, yeah. The people you back slapping, but are there any anything you can share about? Yeah, you feel like you you know you you've accomplished something. Obviously, you're happy most of all for the guys that that have gone through this thing and endured to the end. It's a it's a long haul. There are a lot of ups and downs, a lot of things that you got to work through. Whether it's personally or or playing wise, you you got to work through all that stuff. And and so, and these guys are humans. They all have. Everybody has issues. Any, can you replay any of the decisions that you made and think, oh man, that was like a not at that moment. No, 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 <laughs> not at that moment. I mean, you're just happy, happy to be there, right there. Yeah. It slows down a little bit the second time. I can tell you that you can enjoy it a little bit more. So. With that in mind, you guys have been enjoying a lot of the success, and from the national perspective, it looks like a lot of celebration. That being said, you have football to focus on. Yeah. How have you been able to manage all of the celebration with trying to get the job done? Yeah, I look at what's real. I mean, we had 99% of the team here, except for Chris. Everybody was here and uh, working hard. And so that's the important thing to me. I mean, everything else we can talk about, or, but they're here working. And uh, we've got good leadership in that locker room. That they know this is all nice. White House was nice. This is going to be nice tonight, but uh, it's it's history. It's all been done. Now it's uh, forward, and that's the way they've approached this offseason. It's been fun to watch. Coach, you were in class last year. They talked about wanting to make their own statement uh, as a, or you know build their own legacy with uh, for what they did last year, helping the team win the Super Bowl. How do you do? How do you have them with the experience that they did last year? Share that with the rookie class this year, and also keep them motivated to try to go back and you know, run back up. Yeah, uh, you know you've got guys that are they're motivated guys. I mean, you start with the quarterback and Trav; they've been through the whole the whole thing, so they know um, you know what it takes to get there, and they're they're able to communicate that, and they do that. Um, and I mean, you know, we've got a bunch of guys that, that, that were there, and they understand the trials and things, the the energy that it takes to get there. So. That's the way they've, listen, I've, I, I'm, I'm aware of all that. I, I get to see it every day. And then I get to see them go out there, as you, some of you guys did, you know, you got to see them go out there and compete. And I'm having to slow them down but because of the rules, and, you know, which is a good thing. So it's, uh, they, they want to they wanna challenge each other and go fast <laughs> and all that. So sometimes you got to pump the brakes there a little bit. Trailer for the Netflix special that Patrick's going to be a part of, and they were kind of around last year, I guess, shooting some of this stuff. What are your thoughts about that, and uh, and how interested are you to watch this when, or will you? I, I don't know if I'll watch it, but I, um, I, I, you know, he handled himself right, so it didn't affect anybody. Um, and those guys did a nice job at kind of staying away. They, everything was distant, or our own people working through our own people here, so it wasn't a distraction. Like some of those things would be a distraction. This wasn't a distraction, and um, you know whatever, whatever turns up turns up. But it's um, you know he, he handled it the right way.
Coach, it, it looked like you found a lot of work for Wanya Morris during this game. And I know they still need to get the pads on the seed, but what did you kind of learn about him, especially maybe his future as a left tackle? Yeah, um, I like him. I like his ability. I think that's a, that was a good pick there. So um, we'll just see see how it all how it all works out once we once we get going. But he held his own. He rotated in a little bit with the ones, and um, as Andy does, he kind of gets everybody going there. So I'm curious to see how he does once we get going. And he's tired and mentally and physically. Let's see what happens then. We got three more from Aaron Bahe. I know you all had the conditioning test today. What is it, and maybe how has it changed over your years of coaching? Yeah, this isn't even a test today. This is just they. It's a the test is when they get back. This is just something to. Sh I try to give them all the things that they're going to see at camp in some form. This is a short version of it, but they um, it gives them an idea where they're at and what they need to do in the next four weeks to get themselves ready for camp. So it's really not. We don't grade them on this or anything. We just let them go, and it's really uh, self uh, for each one. You might, you might be able to do that. <laughs> Andy, uh, a few weeks to camp now. Do you, are you able to, do you want to disconnect, you know, shut down a little bit yourself, and get away from everything? Or how do you balance that? Do you have, do you have to think about how you do it? Um, I don't have to think too hard. Um, I, I, uh, I'll take a little time, yeah. Most of the coaches take time now. Um, what, you know, this was a shorter offseason because of what we went through. So the coaches jumped right into free agency and, and then uh, the draft stuff, evaluation stuff, and then the OTA. So there hasn't been a ton of time off. So this, will, this gives guys an opportunity to get away. It gives me an opportunity to get away. Will there be a day or two you don't even draw on napkins? I mean, do you, do you, do you find a way to just yeah. not do right. Listen, I, I normally take the mornings and for an hour or two and knock some stuff out. And then uh, then I'm good the rest of the time. Yeah. Okay, so you won't I'm be at the beach, but I'm not really, you know, I'm not, I don't have that beach body. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, and it's just the second time being a defending Super Bowl champion. Obviously, I know you guys had a good regular season last yeah. time. Yeah, as far as scheme, I mean, we, we try to change that up every year a little bit. I mean, you have their base plays, but then we try to add a bunch of new stuff in there. It keeps everybody alive. And um, and then um, I'm short and sweet on messages. I think the truth happens on the field. You know, toughness is it's one thing to talk about toughness, but reality is you got to go do it, show it. Uh, by And then uh, when you invest time in something, then you're – less likely to put out a poor performance. You, know, you take a lot of pride in that. And uh, so time and effort become a big part of being a professional football player. You know, so that's, uh, I don't do a lot of talking. I don't do a lot of talking to them. It's more, let, this is what we're going to do. Let's go do it with some energy. You know, be an energy giver and not an energy taker, and let's roll. All right. Thank you. Okay. Good. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. 
Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. About tonight and the fact that you're getting your rings during this time when all your teammates are here. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I mean, that's what you work for, was to win the Super Bowl um, and get those rings. Those are li- they last a lifetime. Um, and uh, to be able to see them, I know they've done a great job with them. I got to help out a little bit with the creating process. So um, they're, they're, they did a great job with them. But uh, tonight's the last night. You get to celebrate it, and then we're moving on to the next season. Uh, I don't know about the top coming off, but uh, it's uh, they're uh, they're pretty cool. I think they did a great job. Um, I haven't got to see the final product, but I got to see kind of a, the process of it and gave some ideas and stuff like that. So um, they did a great job. Um, and like I said, I mean, even with whatever they look like, they uh, you get to have them forever, and they mean they mean the world. So I mean, it's uh, it's cool to be able to have two of them. Now. OTAs and minicamp. Just your assessment of getting the rapport together with the receivers and also the other side, the defense, what you've seen from them since you had to go through them a lot in seven months. No, it's been cool. It's been uh, it's been great to see. Uh, for, for, as far as offensively, you can see the guys that have been here for another year now, how, mu- how much more comfortable they are. Uh, working the new guys in, I think we've had a lot of – we have a lot of young, talented guys that uh, really have stepped up as the camps went on. Um, and I'm excited for them to keep progressing. And then as far as defense, uh, same thing. I mean, all those guys were so young last year. Uh, fr- from then to now, uh, you see so much improvement, how they're able to disguise stuff and how they're able to not give away tells and stuff like that. And we have a, we talk about that stuff. Like we, I talk to the linebackers, I talk to the DBs, what I'm seeing. They talk to me about what they're seeing. And I think that's what makes a great team is you have to get better by competing against each other. I understand that you guys <clears throat> let the business be the business and players don't talk about this thing. What's the communication like with Chris when maybe he's not in attendance here? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like you said, it's, business, it's part of the business. I think Chris knows that we love him here. <laughs> he's uh, He's been a part of this team for a long time. Uh, he's one of the main reasons that we've had the success that we've had. He's been that leader on the defense. He's made a lot of big plays, and it seems like the biggest moments, and you want those guys on your team. Um, and so, like you said, it's part of the business. It's, it's the all season, even though you're getting better. I'm, I'm sure Chris is working, and he knows the defense that he needs to do. Um, and the, the hope is that everything's good good by training camp, and we're able to come in and just roll, and that's just part of it. And that's what makes this, this team such so great is uh, whenever guys like that have to go handle their business, we let them handle it. When they jump back in the building, we get back to right where we left off. How much have you seen Sky grow this offseason and, and your own sense of trust and connectivity with him? Is that become stronger? Yeah, 100%. I mean, Scott's a great player. I think you can see at the end of last year how he was trying to kind of picking the stuff up and making big plays. Um, and I think that just kind of transitioned right into this season. Um, he's he's someone that's going to be uh, be able called upon more kind of in that same role probably Juju was in last year. Uh, but he can also go over the top and make big plays happen. Um, and another year in the offense. I think you see with Coach Reed's offense, it's hard for those young guys sometimes to, to have an expanded role. Um, and as the season goes on, they, the, the role kind of expands. And then that second year is when they really take off. And so uh, I'm excited for him, but I'm excited for a lot of these dudes. Uh, it's, it's, it's cool to see how comfortable they are with the offense this year. Um, and uh, we're going to continue to move forward and put more and more on them so we can be the best that we can be. Now, following up on that, I want to ask you, with the receiver group that you had last year, including Juju and Cody, now what you have now, 
what difference, or you know, what are some of the differences that you see with this new set of receivers? Yeah, I think it's just they understand what's. Uh, required for them to be great. Um, they Last year, they were all learning at, at the same time. I think that was a different thing. I mean, McColl was the only guy that had been here. Um, so they were all learning together, trying to figure it out and put it all together, whereas now they can teach each other. Um, and you have guys like Marquez and Sky and Kadarius and Justin Watson. They can teach these younger guys like how we do things, how to run the routes a little differently uh, than where they've been previously or in college. Um, and I, we, just, we just have a deep group, man. It's a uh, it's going to be a lot of competition. Uh, I said it the first time I was up here. It's like I don't even know who's, who's going to be that active roster opening day because there's so much competition. And I can see these guys uh, all making the team. Patrick, uh, pads come on next month. That'll be the test. But how have you sensed uh, Smith and Taylor, the tackles, kind of fitting in and their growth so far? Yeah, really. I mean, really good players, uh, both of them. I mean, they've had success other places, so you know that they can play at a very high level, Pro Bowl caliber level. Um, and so now it's just about incorporating uh, them into our system. I think the best thing for them is we go against Spags. So uh, he, he does a lot of different uh, blitzes, and they're having to communicate and, and use that communication. To, and then whenever they're blocking one-on-one, I, I have all the full trust in the world. But utilizing that communication, being at the right guy at the right time, stuff that we, we work through. But uh, I think if you can get through OTAs and mini camp and training camp with Spags and get to the season, it'll be a lot easier. Patrick, you got to, uh, for the Netflix special, you, you got to use your production company in the making of it. Mm-hmm. What was that process like, and just what was it like seeing the trailer come out? Yeah, I, I wanted to for sure be able to have some editing rights because I've realized that I'm kind of wild on the field. Like, I, I don't even remember the things that I say, but I'm a competitor. That's just who I am. Um, and so it was cool to be able to go through that process. Um, and obviously having Peyton and his company, I, I have full trust in them. But uh, thanks to the Chiefs and Coach Reed for letting us do it throughout the season. Um, and uh, it's it's a I've watched pretty much all of it. Um, it's going to be going to be cool for everybody to see. And there's a lot more of the like I'm like that stuff in there that I left in there. So I'm gonna try to, but I couldn't leave it all in there because I, I say a lot of wild stuff out there. I think in my golf game is just so good. Uh, no, it's a. Uh, they uh, it, it did so well last time uh, with uh, Josh and with Tom and with Aaron um, that uh, they asked me if I wanted to do it again. I was like, sure. They asked if I wanted to put Trav in there, and I was like, well, why not? I mean, <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Steph's obviously a really good golfer, Clay, and, and they've had a, a great uh, run with the Warriors with Clay, and so it'll be cool to have two different sports go up against each other. Uh, I know them both pretty, like pretty well, so I can we can kind of talk some trash and do that type of stuff, and then. Anytime you combine Vegas and Travis, is going to be a good time. So I'm sure it'll be some good TV. Do you plan to work on your game much between now and then? I, I'm going to try to. Um, two kids, two years and under. I haven't been able to golf as much as I, I usually do. But uh, going into the match last time, I was playing bad golf, and I played good out there. So I'm just hoping I can have another one like that. So uh, I'll play a little bit here and there. I have a charity golf tournament coming up. Um, but uh, other than that, we'll just get there and roll and see if the lights come on, if I can respond. Travis better like he is. You know, like you had to get them to pitch baseball mm-hmm. pretty good. You get them better on the golf course too. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of I think it's scramble or shamble rules. And Travis hits the ball really far. It's just not always straight. So if I can just hit, be consistent and hit most of them straight, I think Travis will give us some shots that'll that will help. And then at the same time, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. Travis, whenever the lights come on, always is, plays a little bit better, and that's his type of environment. So he'll be comfortable. So uh, I think whenever the, the whenever we get out there, he'll 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 respond, and we'll have a good chance good a chance uh, as they do to win that thing. Yeah, I think it's, it's. I think you see it sometimes whenever we kind of get some lulls in the game where we're not we're not executing at a high level. 
I think it's I get stuck on trying to I, I believe in myself, so I get stuck on I can fit it in there, I can make that throw, and instead of just getting through the read the way the play is called, and that's something that I've always worked on. Um, I think you saw it a couple years ago, and I got better at it this next year. But let's continue to get better. You want to be able to get the ball into the right guy's hands at the right time. And the thing about having all these receivers this year is we can trust everybody to make plays happen. So instead of hanging on a guy maybe a little too long and try to force the ball in there, let's get through your progressions, get through these reads. And this offense gives you a lot of tools, and I just want to try to utilize those. And so that's something that I've worked on all throughout OTAs. Hey, Patrick, we've talked about David Girardi before. I know you're a big fan of his. How has he been settling in this new role, and what's his biggest strength? What does he really, what does he give you in it? Yeah, I mean, I think first off, he, he came from the defensive side. He was on defensive side for a while uh, in college, and he's kind of worked his way over to the offense. And so it's kind of cool to see the how the defense is thinking. He knows those things. He worked with the DBs, and he, he did stuff like that. And so um, I think for me, it's it's seeing it that way. And then obviously he's been in that quality control position, so I know him really well. He's learned the offense from the ground up. Um, and he and he's at a, he learned at a high level, and he continues to push me to be better and better. And so, um, comfortability um, and then ways to let me see the game in a little different different way than I've seen it before. I'm always trying to get better and see it in a different way, so I can go out there and execute at a high level. Nate, uh, Patrick, everybody knows how tough Andy's training camp is. Obviously, that's next. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a fascinating memory. I know you have a photographic memory as well. Can you just explain? What was the hardest maybe practice or the hardest moment of an injury training camp? Oh, 100%. I know it already. Um, it's So first of all, you can see I'm still sweating from the conditioning test yeah. we just ran. Yes. Um, but uh, I think the, the hardest memory I remember was the before I played that Titans preseason game my first year, um, I went into like we got a group install. Um, and I remember, like I knew the plays, but I got up there and Coach Reed told uh, Nagy to call the play, but don't tell me the formation. And so he, he just wanted he wanted me to be able to rattle off the formation without knowing what it was and just just call a play and let him do the formation. And I remember it, it just it just shocked me. Like I knew him all. It's like my mind just went completely blank. And so I just got up there and I and I remember there was a play and it was literally like five words, which is like the one play in, in Coach Reed's office, not like fifteen words. And I was so flustered that I forgot it. I forgot the formation. And so it, it's it's stuff like that. He keeps you on your toes. And I mean I know it's hard physically for guys to get through. But I don't think people understand the mental side of it. It's like you're thinking the entire time. And I think that puts as much stress on you as the physical toll. And so, uh, especially at the quarterback position, you have to stay on top of your on top of everything because, Coach, you don't never know when Coach Reed kind of throws those curveballs at you. Can you just recap what the setting of that was? That was the, you said yeah, so it was, you know, that fourth, it was used to be the fourth preseason game. Um, the, the younger guys would get to play, the older guys would get the game off. Um, and so I got to start that game. Um, and so it was the last, like, group install, like, where we were going to run through all the plays and do that different type of stuff, and I knew them all, I studied them all, um, but I I, remember, I got in there and, I, and Coach Reed said, don't, don't call the formation, so he literally, he would call the play, and he wouldn't tell me the formation, he just expected me to know, um, and so that's, that's, that's Coach Reed for you, so now I know ever since then, I've always known the, the, the formations, I never, never, if you call a play, I, I know the formation off the top of my head. Diana? Coach, you were younger then, obviously, mm-hmm. you've grown so much, but does he do anything to during training camp that can challenge you at this point in your career that where he can get you something? Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, he, um, he, he always asks, he'll, he'll ask like little questions that you kind of lose track of. Throughout a long training camp practice, you might be just going through, uh, you're running plays with all back to back to back. He'll just ask you, what's it down in distance of that last play? And so it, you're like, man, we've ran eight plays in a row. I, I don't, it's, 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 and it's like second and seven. All right. And you, you did not even thinking about, it. you're thinking about the play and getting everybody lined up. 
um, stuff like that, or he'll ask you um, well, how much time was left on the, the play clock before you snapped it. And so it's just stuff like that. He wants you to make sure you're seeing everything at the, the whole entire time. And so when you get to the game, it's easy. Um, and so he just keeps you on your toes. And it's little things like that that whenever you continue to learn, and like I've gotten to a point now where I know the formations, know that different type of stuff, he wants to make sure that you're paying attention to the littlest details on every single play. Darren? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, we're just going to play off that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, you know, Coach was pointing to the leadership of the on um, keeping you guys focused through a lot of the celebration, which is great, but mm-hmm. you guys had a job to do. What have you been doing on the field and even just talking to the guys about making sure you guys got the mm-hmm. job done because it's such an important time in your career? Yeah, yeah, I think um, – I just told the guys out there right now, I mean, like, enjoy this break. We have a short break, and we're back in, like, a couple weeks. And so I just told them, enjoy it, but know, have yourself ready to go. And I told the guys that are going to be at the ceremony tonight, I said, this is it. Like, you're celebrating. This is your last thing. You get your ring. Um, and, I, and even though we've been working this entire time, you still have that in the back of your mind, like, oh, yeah, we're getting our rings. We're Super Bowl champs. But now it's, it's restarts, and that's how the NFL is. Like, you, it's time to move on. You're going into training camp next, and you, you want to you repeat. I mean, no one's done it since, I think, like 2003 with, and four with the Patriots, and so you know how hard it is to do. And we had a chance a couple years ago, and it didn't go our way. So how can we be better from that and have a chance to go up against, against this AFC, which is a lot of great quarterbacks and great teams, um, and repeat. And so uh, we've got to start with day one, and that's taking care of ourselves during the break and getting ourselves ready to go for training camp. All right, we're going to go Darren, Karen, Vahe, and Nick. Yeah, I'm just going to follow up on that. Don't, don't if you want to play at a high level these last five years, how do you keep the players? And where does the credit go for you for not getting burnt? Obviously, long season, last five seasons, trying to get back and talk about trying to repeat again. How do you keep from getting burnt out, you know, when the season comes, especially when you're trying to repeat again? Uh, I think it's a mixture of things. I think it's having the right guys in the leadership spots. I mean, you got me, Trav, Chris, Justin Reed. I mean, you got all these guys that, that want to continue to be better and continue to maximize this team that we have. And I think uh, the coaches, they push us every single day. And I think Brett Veach and uh, the, that, that group of uh, guys making personnel decisions, they bring in young talent that, and guys from other teams that are hungry and want to win their championship. And so um, I, feel, I always feel like the old head because I'm always talking about, like, hey, like, you've you got to see like, what winning a Super Bowl is all about. Um, but it, it, there is a thing. You, wanna, you want these other guys to experience it, too, because even though it's, it's the same or the Kansas City Chiefs, a lot of guys haven't won that, that Super Bowl or got that ring, and you want them to have that same experience. Karen? Well, is that the secret to not just getting to the top but staying there? Um, you're going in as champions again to training camp. And so is there something you learned from last time that you go into this time with the title of champions, knowing everybody gives you your best shot always, and the bar is a little bit higher again? Yeah, I think it's just, at least for me, it's, it's about maximizing the moment. Um, I know that I'm not going to always have this team around me. Uh, I mean, Travis is like 45 years old. <laughs> Chris, Chris is all getting, up to, getting up there in age, too, still playing at a high level. And all these guys are at the prime of their careers, and you never know if you're going to have this team. And it's not, and I never have regrets about when you play your best and, and you lose. But I don't, I don't want to ever have a, the regret of not giving my best every single day and then looking back and saying, hey, like we had the team and I didn't do what I needed to do in order to put us in the right position. So that's where I feel like it's not always about winning. It's not always about winning that Super Bowl championship. It's about leaving everything out every single day to put yourself, to give yourself the best chance. And whatever happens, happens. Because at the end of the day, we're trying to, everybody's trying to win it. And there's a lot of great teams. But uh, I think we have as good a team as anybody, and we can win it. So I'm going to try to do whatever I can to put our team in that position. Bye. Patrick, obviously, Andy still challenges you, as you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But, but there's been a wavelength with him from the time you met him, basically. And I, I wonder if you could just describe how that's grown and, and what, maybe what ways you feel like 
you always sort of know what's in his head and vice versa? Um, I think it's just it comes with just preparation. Uh, he, he's very open. He tells me what he's thinking throughout plays. I mean, y'all see him. He's right there behind me. Um, he'll ask me questions right after, right as the play goes on. What did I see and stuff like that. And um, I've kind of got a feel for what he's looking at, what, why he's calling plays, what he's calling it for, and everything like that. Um, and then the, 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 the person that he is, I mean, he truly cares about everybody in that locker room. He wants everybody to succeed. Um, and, and he tells guys all the time, he said he, he, he'll be your biggest fan. If you don't make this team, he's going to try to get you on another team. And um, that's just who he is. He cares about the people as much as he cares about us playing on the, on the football field. And I think that's why you get such effort and, and greatness from these guys because we want to do whatever we can to help him out. Will you guys leave each other alone over the next month, or are you going to be you know, calling and texting? How much? Like I, I try to leave, and then he, he always calls me at the most random times. <laughs> like he'll call me at like 4 a.m., and I'm just like, Coach, I'm sleeping. And he's like, he's up, he's up, he saw a play that he likes, he wants to talk to me about. And so it's, uh, I, know I love it, though. We, we love football, and that's why we get to come up with these creative plays because he's always working. Last one, Nick. Yeah, Patrick, going back to the Netflix series, with the amount of access you gave to him, what are you hoping people take away after watching it? Um, I, I don't know if, if I hope people take away from this, but they're going to see how, how different I am here than on the field. I think that's the biggest thing that you're going to see is I try to cut out as much profanity as I could, but it's hard. I, you would get nothing in the, the whole game. Um, and so I think you see that, um, and then you see the process of throughout the week. Um, and I know I, I, you hear it in the trailer and stuff like that. People don't. I mean, it's just hard. People not a lot of people see the the process of of throughout a week of how much preparation and working out. And, and it's a long season. It's eight months pretty much from July until February, whatever you want to call it. Um, and in OTAs as well. And so you have to prepare. And it's a long process of you're getting better, even if it's not that day. You don't have the success you want. You did it for a reason to get better. And uh, I think that's what you're going to see. And I think you see it from three different perspectives at the quarterback position. And uh, you can have success in all different ways. So uh, it's, it's really cool. And hopefully they, they pick up another season. We get some other quarterbacks. So you can see their perspective as well. All right. Thank you. Thanks. 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 Thanks.